this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. We are going over the book 1984 by George Orwell. Today we are tackling page, um, not page, but chapter 3, part 2, and that is pages 239 to 260 if you have the same book as we do. And recap for chapter 3, part 1, Winston did get caught up and it was uh, basically a retelling or um, a retelling not a retelling but it was his um, account his account his account I don't know like where, where are we coming up with these new words like <laughs> we're, we're tackling it's his account like what are we doing when did we become sophisticated He's, his account of, what have we been of, reading of being um, in jail yeah so um, he just um, so the book the last part went over the first few days that he was in jail and now we continue on, and Winston um, awakes, and he is tied down. Seriously, why are we talking like this? He awakes. Winston is awoken from his slumber, and he is tied <laughs> down. What is happening? We're turning this. This is turning into a poetry jam session, right? Like, what is going on? That's so funny. Okay. Anyways, so Winston woke up, and he's tied down to a bed with a light over him, and there's a man in a white lab coat. And number one traitor, fucking O'Brien, is standing over him. So that instantly gives me experiment lab rat vibes. Yeah, and the fact that he's holding a syringe. Oh, yeah, that too. That's very, uh, very I mean, experimental. That's <laughs> fucking big detail there, O'Brien. Like, why, why do you have a syringe in your hand? Yeah, that's not, that's not okay. So then... Um, Winston, this is like, he's officially in interrogation. And he gets beat up a lot. It's part of his routine interrogation. And there was always about five or six men in black uniforms that were like coming at him simultaneously. And, but they, they were, they, they were just trying to like, he was begging to confess to things that he didn't even do to make it stop like that old man in the last part of the book. Yeah, that he was just like, I'll confess to anything. Just tell me what you want to hear. I'll say any name. I will, whatever you want, I will tell you. And they're and just then we like, find that's out, not how it works. We find out later in the chapter that they don't even want them to confess. That's no. not even what they want. So, um, every so often, though, he does uh, get food. And a barber would come and cut his hair. He'd even go get, like, physicals, I guess, kind of done, where they would, like, um, examine his entire body for, like, broken bones and such. <laughs> Make sure he's still alive so they can continue beating him. Basically torturing him at this point. Yeah. They, they were, like, yes, they were just beating him and torturing him for absolutely no reason. And then all of a sudden... The um the party intellectuals come in, and their real weapon. And this um I'm reading this off of page two forty one. They're they so they didn't beat him up and torture him in that way. Their real weapon was the merciless questioning that went on and on hour after hour, tripping him up, laying traps for him, twisting everything that he said, convincing convicting him at every step of lies and self-contradiction until he began weeping as much as from shame as from nervous fatigue. Sometimes he would weep half a dozen times in a single session. 
So they they would scream at him. They'd pull his hair. Yeah. It was more like um, mental abuse. Yeah, and I wrote um, next to that. My thoughts were phase two. Yeah. Because phase one is they basically like beat him senseless. Yeah, beat the shit out of you, so you're gonna fear them, uh, physically. And then phase two is they're gonna they're gonna fuck with you mentally. Yeah. So it's like the mental, the physical torture, beatings, and now they're doing mental torture and basically mental beatings because they're breaking him down mentally. Exactly. That is exactly correct. Um, so he ended up, he confessed to the assassination of imminent, imminent party members, the distribution of seditious, I can't say that, seditious pamphlets, embezzlement of public funds, sale of military secrets, sabotage of every kind. He confessed that he had been a spy in the pay of the East Asian government as far back as 1968. He confessed that he was a religious believer, an admirer of capitalism, and a sexual pervert. He confessed that he had murdered his wife, although he knew, and his questioners must have known, that his wife was still alive. He confessed that for years he had been in personal touch with Goldstein and had been a member of an underground organization which had included almost every human being he had ever known. Um, and he mm-hmm. had done absolutely none of those things. He was just saying, like, okay, make it stop. I will confess to whatever. Just like that other guy. Yeah, because it was just easier to confess everything and it implica- implicate everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, could you imagine just, like, he... he He's like confessing, just make it all stop. And he, and he was the one that was like, I don't care what they do to me, I'll never confess. And he's over there like confessing for like shit he's never even done. But the sad thing is, is they don't even care if you confess. They're still gonna torture you and beat you. Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't understand that yet. So he thinks that if he does this at this point, that they're going to, I don't know, either let him go. I don't think he thinks they're going to let him go. But maybe just kill him faster or something? I don't know. Is that a slow process? I think that he's just trying to say whatever he can say to, like... To make it stop. To make it stop. Like, he he's not even thinking long-term here. He's thinking the short-term. Like, make it stop now. Like, yeah. what am I going to say to, like, make them be like, oh, shit, don't stop, wait, he said the right thing. He said the right combination of words, like... He's just spewing shit, you but know? But because they seem to be making everything up as they go, there's no right combination of words. Yeah, exactly. No, and we definitely find that out later for sure. Yeah. Um. So, he, so all of a sudden, an officer says, room 101, and he was strapped into a chair surrounded by dials under all the dazzling lights and um, he got rolled over to room 101. And if we're doing phases, this would be phase number three. Yeah. The bullshit they put him through now. He's made it to 101. Yeah. And he, he, he looks up and he sees O'Brien, Julia, and Mr. Charrington all rolling down the corridor together and shouting with laughter. See, that's what confused me. Julia's name right there. So that's what was leading me to believe that she was in on it with O'Brien and Mr. Charrington. Mm, but I think that he was just so fucked up that he was hallucinating. 
Yeah. I think he was hallucinating. I think O'Brien was there, but everybody else was not. And he's just hallucinating. He's lost his fucking mind. I mean, you would too under torturous conditions. Yeah, because like we said, they've already broken him down physically. Now they're breaking him down mentally. I do see what you're saying. It does make sense that she would be a figment of his imagination and Mr. Charrington at that point. Yeah. And we found it, find out that O'Brien is in charge of all inter- in interrogation. And then he whispers in um, Winston's ear and says, don't worry, Winston, you you are in my keeping for seven years i've watched over you now the turning point has come i shall save you i shall make you perfect oh so it's not seven years sentence he's been watching him for seven years that was so creepy and eerie to me so he's been watching for seven years why why so long i don't know like, that your neck that just cracked? That was. I'm sorry if you could hear it. I think they probably could because that was pretty loud. Sorry. My bad. I just kind of went sideways. My, um, I'm crickety. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, oh my gosh, that was so loud. Like, I saw I feel you. so much better right now, though. No, I know. Yeah. I see you. The funny thing is, is I was looking at you because we were talking and you barely turned your neck and it's all... <sighs> <laughs> like you know, I'm crickety. I'm a crickety. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, crikey. Um, yeah. crikey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so that's so crazy. And then he goes on, and O'Brien continues to like interrogate him, and they're totally gaslighting Winston yeah. by saying you, you, all your memories are not real. You're tripping, and it made me almost second guess what was happening like maybe this whole book was a figment of Winston's imagination for like a split second like that would be the plot twist but then I realized that he is totally gaslighting but I thought that also because I went back to Winston's job he's in the records department it would be very easy you're reading these records you have to change stories it would be really easy to start losing grip of like what's reality reality because but either way, he is changing things. the fucking stories. So obviously, like, yeah, you like your like, reality what? might be fucked up, but not to the point that O'Brien is saying. Yeah. Not to the point where, yes, two plus two is five, you motherfucker. Like, you're tripping. You yeah. thought you did this. No, we've never been at war with East Asia or whatever Asia that we've always been at war with blah, blah. When we know, because we saw it happen They're always in real time, they anyway. changed it. Like, mid-sentence. Yeah. And then everybody just goes along with it anyway, so. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, exactly. So I can see where, like, the confusion would be, like, is, but it definitely was gaslighting. Yeah. But what um, solidified the gaslighting is that in the beginning of the book, they, um, O'Brien, or not O'Brien, Winston was talking about how somebody, a prominent party member, was murdered. And they pinned it on three guys. But those three guys didn't do it. And Winston had a photograph of these three guys together, well, like in another location than where it happened on the same day that the um, prominent party member was murdered. And so he had proof that they weren't even there. They didn't do it. But yet they got in trouble for the crimes. That was Jones, Arison, and Rutherford. Yes. Yeah. And then, so, he's always known that they didn't do it. He had a picture of them, and he put it into the, um, what's it called? The 
the incinerator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it called? Incinerator. Yeah, the incinerator, like their trash cans, to where it just incinerates everything. And O'Brien had that same picture. And Winston was like, no, see, it's right there. Like, I'm not fucking losing it. And that's when I was like, okay, cool. So O'Brien is fucking with him. Totally Mm -hmm. gaslighting him. Yeah. And it's all good. Okay, so we're still on Winston's side here. He's not crazy. No, he's not (laughs) crazy. O'Brien's fucking with him. Yeah. And um, O'Brien even says, ashes, not even identifiable ashes, dust. It does not exist. It never existed. And... This is where Winston fucks up when he says, but it did exist. It does exist. It exists in memory. I remember it. You remember it. And O'Brien says, I don't remember it. Like, <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Okay, O'Brien. Yeah. So that was that. So they just keep fucking with him pretty much. And then um, O'Brien wanted him to repeat a party slogan dealing with the control of the past. And it is, who controls the past controls the future who controls the present controls the past and it gets kind of this part is when they really start um like just fucking with him more so trying to get him to believe that two plus two is five they're torturing him not just regular torture but like by electrocution yeah. And they keep putting the dial up and up until he sees five. Which fingers. Makes, well, yeah, which How many sense. fingers am I holding up? Four. Because they're fucking with him mentally. But, yeah, he was holding up. He had his four fingers up and his thumb behind, like, you're, you know, holding the number four. And he just kept fucking with him. And he kept saying that there was five. But Winston's like, there's four. Yeah. And he's like, no, there's five. And it keeps happening. And pretty much... Um, O'Brien says, whatever the party holds to be truth is truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it's so stupid. Like, I literally have it written here, so stupid. Because he just keeps doing it over and over and over again. And he finally, and he keeps, they keep electrocuting Winston. And finally Winston, Winston is like, or O'Brien says, how many fingers, Winston? And Winston says, four, stop it, stop it. How can you go on four, four, five, four, five, whatever. Just fucking make it stop, you know? Yeah. And he says, and O'Brien says, no, Winston, that is no use. You are lying. You still think there are four. How many fingers, please? And then he responds back, four, five, four, anything you like. Only stop it. Stop the pain. And so O'Brien's just like, I don't want, I want you to truly believe it in your heart that there are five and I can tell that you do not. Because he's only saying it because of the pain. He's not saying it because he really believes it. Yeah. And it just keeps going on and on and on. And then I'm like, dude, why not just say five at some point, like, after they electrocute you a few more times and just be like, five. Be done with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, but what's weird is that. <laughs> well, do we need to talk about, too, what O'Brien says about the reality. Okay. So, Go for it. um, I'm just going to read what it says here because it's better than paraphrasing because it won't make sense if I try to paraphrase. Yeah. But he says, but I tell you, Winston, the reality is not external. Reality exists in the human mind. And nowhere else, not in the individual mind, which can make mistakes. 
and in any case soon perishes only in the mind of the party which is the collective and immortal whatever the party holds to be truth is truth it is it is impossible to see reality except by looking through the eyes of the party that is a fact that you've got to relearn which is like why he keeps yeah. doing it over and over because yeah. he's trying to make him relearn that the party's always right no matter what doesn't matter what you think yeah the party's immortal the party is the collective mind like there's my mind doesn't matter your mind doesn't matter Mm-mm. our beliefs don't matter Winces, julia's nobody's it is just whatever the party says is two plus two is 20 Five, or yeah, whatever, whatever it is you know? yeah and it even says you must humble yourself before you can become sane so they're saying that he is insane because he, he's not going by that the party is immortal and the collective and it's the truth. And yeah. Winston's like, fucking, I have a brain. Like, let me use it. Yeah. You cannot use your brain, Winston. Yeah, no. There's no, no. Because <laughs> you, you have to be a sheep. Yes. That's the only way to survive. If you're not a sheep, you're not winning. So they, um, So when they're done interrogating him... They give him a needle, and I bet it has morphine or something in it. Yeah. But it has to be, like, the best feeling ever because the pain goes away. Instantly. Instantly. And so it's an IV something of some sort, and um, then he just, like, gets rest. And it's probably, like, the best feeling. And he thinks O'Brien's, like, the shit. And because O'Brien is, like, taking care of him with the morphine. But as the chapter goes on, it's almost like he thinks that, like, he... He says he had never loved him so deeply as at this moment. It's almost like he has Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like... Yeah, he does, because he's the one inflicting the pain. He's the one in charge. He's the one telling them how high to do the dial. Yeah. So, but then he also is the savior, and he can... He can stop it. Make it it all go away. And then... And then Winston's like, I love you, even though he's he's probably high, so he's like, I love you because he's high. Oh my god, I didn't think of that. (laughs) But yeah, for sure, the Stockholm syndrome is that what it's called? Yeah, Yeah, Stockholm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so sad, though. Like that we're getting to this point. I know. Oh, it says that O'Brien had tortured him to the edge of lunacy, but I feel like, yeah, I guess he would have because Winston was never a lunatic before and now he is gonna become one well i'm sure because that's where he wants shock. to be yeah <laughs> but that's exactly where he wants to be and um where where o'brien wants winston to be and then we find out that they they torture only because people are thinking mm-hmm. and so i'm wondering if they torture the proles as well if they capture them or they only capture the Hire like the party members or like not party members but the one step higher like where Winston is. I don't know because I guess it would depend on the, the well, answers that they would give. If they're completely brainwashed. Yeah, but some wouldn't. of the proles aren't brainwashed. Completely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, it's just a thought that I had, and then um, O'Brien says that he's not he. He, he asked Winston, like, well, do you know why you're here? Do you know where you are? Do you know why you're, you, we bring people here? And he says um, to make them confess, to punish them. And O'Brien's like, no, n- not merely to extract your confession, nor to punish you. Shall I tell you why we have brought you here? 
to cure you, to make you sane. Will you understand, Winston, that no one whom we bring to this place ever leaves our hands uncured? We are not interested in those stupid crimes that you have committed. The party is not interested in the overt act. The thought is all we care about. We do not merely destroy our enemies. We change them. Do you understand what I mean by that? And I'm like, dude, they're the psychos. They need to be changed to be sane. Like, what are they doing? I know, because it even says that he was bending over Winston, like, leaning towards him, and his face looked enormous. Yeah. And it was filled with a sort of, like, uh, expression of, like, a lunatic intensity. Oh, my God. Could you imagine, like, I, like just right, like, I could just, ugh. It's so that's, creepy. That's, that's my, um, my, my... Voice or not voice, but noise for O'Brien. <laughs> wow. And then of course Winston's heart just sank. I mean yeah. shrank. Well, sank, shrank. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. It's so crazy. And then, um, so then he had thought like, well, why? Um, wh- hold on, this this part. Did you the explanation? Yeah, do that. Yeah. So there at this moment, however, O'Brien turned away. And he looked, I mean, he took a pace or two up and down. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I he, just hit the microphone. He, he paced up and down. He paced up and down. And then he continued. Um, and the, he gets into, like, the history of just the yeah. Middle Ages and how there are people who didn't conform and did conform and what happened then. And So what he says is he says, the first thing for you to understand is that in this place there are no... Marty Dom, what is that word? I don't know because I'm not there. Martyrdoms. Martyrdoms. It's like a martyr, right? Like yeah. a martyr. There's no martyrs. Um, you have read the religious per- persecutions Persecution. of the past in the Middle Ages. There was the Inquisition. Inquisition. In is. Ages. There was the Inquisition. It was a failure. It set out to eradicate hearsay and ended by <laughs> perpetuating it. For every heretic it burned at the stake, thousands of others rose up. Why was that? Because the Inquisition killed its enemies in the open and killed them while they were still unrepentant. In fact, it killed them because they were unrepentant. Men were dying because they would not abandon their true beliefs. Naturally, all the glory belonged to the victim and all the shame to the inquisitor who burned him. And then it gives a few more examples um, of what has ha- occurred in history, right? Yeah, which was pretty trippy because they bring up, uh, it says, Later in the 20th century, there were the total Tolerians, as they were called. There were the German Nazis and the Russian communists. The Russians persecuted... Uh, sorry. The Russians persecuted heresy more cruelly than the Inquisition had done. I let her erase the word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they imagined that they had learned from the mistakes of the past. They knew, at any rate, that one must not be... Sorry. I can't even talk. That one must not make martyrs before they expose their victims to public trial. They deliberately set themselves to destroy their dignity. They wore them down by torture and solitude until they were despicable, cringing wretches, 
confessing whatever was put into their mouths, covering themselves with abuse, accusing and sheltering behind one another, whimpering for mercy. And yet, after only a few years, the same thing happened over and over again. The dead men had become mortars, and their degradation was forgotten. Once again, why was it? In the first place, because the confessions that they had made were obviously extorted and untrue. There you go. Yep. So then Winston thinks, why bother to torture me? Yeah. And O'Brien answers. And Winston was like, what the fuck? I thought that. I didn't say that. And O'Brien just pretty just says, you are thinking that since we intend to destroy you utterly so that nothing that you say or do can make the smallest difference. In that case, why do we go to the trouble of interrogating you first? That is what you were thinking, was it not? And it is because he is a flaw in the pattern. He is a stain that must be wiped out. And then he goes on, did I not tell you just now that we are different from the persecutors of the past? We are not content with negative obedience, nor even with the most abject submission. When finally you surrender to us, it must be of your own free will. We do not destroy the heretic because he resists us. So long as he resists us, we never destroy him. We convert him. We capture his inner mind. We reshape him. We burn all evil and, and all illusion out of him. We bring him over to our side. Not in appearance, but genuinely. Heart and soul. We make him one of ourselves before we kill him. But what, what was the, the point fuck? of killing him after all that work? I don't know. You follow somebody for seven years. Then you finally decide to arrest them. After yeah. what you have been surveillancing, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you go to three phases. Phase one, you're going to beat the shit out of him. Phase two, you're going to mentally fuck with them. Phase three, you're going to, like, tell him all this stuff, and then you're just going to and, and flip him to your side. And electrocute him. And, and do ele- all yeah, the shit. Him. Yeah. And then just to kill him, what's the point? If not to make him a martyr, because, no, it's not about that either. I don't know. So what's the fucking point? Um, O'Brien says that by the time they had, they had finished with them, they're only shells of a man, and then they would beg to be shot quickly so that they would die they could die while their minds were still clean but then we kind of find out later on why that was like said that way and why people would want to be dead while their minds were clean i guess kind of we figure it out um so i'm trying sorry i got lost in my thing it's okay so pretty much he, they like so they they make them su- submissive and force them to change their ways, their thoughts, heart and soul and then kill them anyways. And then Winston goes on and is like his voice had grown almost dreamy. I swear to god he's falling for O'Brien. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? Aww. Um so, uh, O'Brien tells Winston that what happens to you here is forever, and then he electrocutes him to 3,000, which at the most before, it kept, it kept going up by, like, little increments, like 100, 200. The most he ever yeah. got was 1,000, and now just right off the bat, like, here, here's 3,000 voltages to your fucking dome, and he had it, they had it on his um, temple, so I thought this was, like, when he was gonna die, because it says two soft pads which felt slightly moist, clamped themselves against Winston's temples. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to kill him. Yeah. Well, no, this time... And and um, this time it just, like, completely 
discombobulated his whole entire fucking brain and it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. According to O'Brien, it wouldn't hurt. Well, because there was a bland, uh, blinding flash of light. Yeah, there would be the electricity. Because you're almost dead. You probably saw the light trying to, like, kill you. And there was, like, an explosion and, like, all sorts of shit. And then the blow, like, flattened him out. And then Winston wasn't hurt, only pro- prostrated. And he, yeah, he just, like, got fucking completely just what you would imagine being electrocuted, really. Like, what the fuck? And then he's, like, he, he woke up kind of and obviously, like, really fuzzy. And his whole fucking brain has been discombobulated. He probably got, like, discontented, like... Yeah. Um, not discontinued, but, like disconnected from his fucking spinal cord and put back on like during that like cartoon status <laughs> right experience for sure yeah and o'brien was like it's not gonna last look me in the eyes what country is oceania at war with winston thought he knew and he's like i don't know like what the fuck and then winston or o'brien tells him that it's east asia and then he goes oh yeah yeah okay and then but what's crazy is that so he's agreeing with everything and O'Brien even says like you create a legend about three men who had been condemned to death for treachery the three men that I was talking about earlier the picture the picture yeah Yeah. and um it's just he's just asking and and O'Brien's like yeah yeah that all yeah 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 and then he holds up his four fingers and says how many fingers and O'Brien distinctly like can see five not deformity not anything but he sees five fingers yeah and it's like for 30 seconds he had a quote unquote like party brain is what I'm referring to because mm-hmm. he has like the the big brother brain like for 30 seconds and then he comes out of it and um, when he got discombobulated in his brain he said that a piece of his brain felt like it was like missing and it's like an electrical lobotomy yeah and I think that's exactly what it is and so it was like each new suggestion that O'Brien had filled up a patch of emptiness and became absolute truth. And when two and two could have been three as easily as five, if that were what was needed. And that's like he did it. So that's how they are like getting people to convert over. Just have to fry their brains into submission and rewire, we, rewire, rewire the brain. It. Yeah. They're rewiring because you think about it, your whole body and brain is electricity. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yes. So Electrical they're, currents. They're rewiring his brain essentially. Yeah. Like that's what they're doing. But he was like, you know, not fighting it so to speak, but he was a tough one to crack. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> he came out of it though. Yeah. But you could see why now when O'Brien said that they were begging to be killed while their mind was quote unquote clean. Yeah. That would be the point. Mm-hmm. To die then while their mind was like, clean, I guess, clean, maybe. But also, like, their mind is quote unquote clean, but it's also like they're fucking not even themselves. Yeah. So if they're like, oh, I just want to die now, it's like, that's not even them. That's whatever they did. That's the rewiring brain. That's not their brain. Yeah. That's them fucking with it and then them having those thoughts. That's not even. That wouldn't even be O'Brien. If he said at that point, that would be the electricity that they fucked with in his head. Exactly. So then, um, so O'Brien asked, like, oh, do you have any, like, questions? Because now O'Brien's back to being buddy-buddy since he, like, 
finally, with his heart and soul, answered correctly. And, of course, he says, what happened to Julia? That bitch, let me tell you, I've hated her since the beginning. I've told you there was something wrong with her since the very beginning. And O'Brien says that she betrayed you, Winston, immediately, unreservedly. I have seldom, seldom seen anyone come over to us so promptly. You would hardly recognize her if you saw her. All her rebelliousness, her deceit, her folly, her dirty-mindedness, everything has been burned out of her. It was a perfect conversion, a textbook case. I can't even believe that they can get the bitch out of her brain. Like, they essentially took the bitch away. Ah, the bitch is still there. (laughs) Deep down, the the bitch, like, the personality is probably still there. Just what she believes in is different, so now she's going to be a bitch for the other side. Oh, she's going to be really bad. But they won't let her go. No. She's dead. If If they already converted her, then she's dead. But then even poor Winston, he's like, you tortured her? Like, he feels... Yeah. Even though he's saying she ratted you out, basically. Yeah. Or turned against you. He's still like, you tortured her? Yeah, like... What the fuck? He's still worried about her. He's stupid. Forget about her, Winston. Forget about her. (laughs) So, um, then he's like, next question, does Big Brother exist? Of course he exists. But not, like, in the same way that Winston does, because... Winston doesn't exist, according to O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. It's so weird. Does the Brotherhood exist? And he and um, O'Brien says that Winston, you will never know. If we choose to set you free when we have finished with you, and if you live to be ninety years old, still you will never learn whether the answer to that question is yes or no. As long as you live, it will be an unsolved riddle in your mind. And you know what? I don't think the Brotherhood is real. And I've said that since the beginning. Like, that, I don't think it's real. I don't think... I think it's a way... Well, I haven't said it probably since the beginning, but since O'Brien and that whole thing, like, when he went to O'Brien's house. Yeah. Just to be like, there is... To find out who's who's willing to give up the party. But who made the book then? And what about the O'Brien. Or O'Brien's people. And all that. I I think that Big Brother is Goldstein. I think that oh, yeah. Big Brother is the Brotherhood. Okay. Right? But then what is O'Brien then? A worker. He's just a... Party member. Just a high oh, up one. A, okay. Like a little... What do they call them? Like... Lackey. Yeah, or the other word that I like better. I don't know. But yeah, same idea. Henchman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the other word that I like better? <laughs> I don't know. Henchman is it. <laughs> and then what, um, and then he, Winston asked, what, what is in room 101? And O'Brien was like, you know what is in 101, Winston. Everyone knows what is in one room 101. And then put in the needle and that was it. And Winston went into a deep sleep instantly. But room 101 is where he fucking is. That's what I was just thinking. Isn't he already in 101? That would be room 101, yeah. That's like he what, doesn't even remember he doesn't, because, because of... Because of the, the lobotomy. Fuck them. They and, rewired his brain. And now he knows nothing. And then he... Okay, so they rewired, rewired his brain. Now everything is all jumbled up. But there's like this gray area that now... Or not even gray, blank area that now O'Brien can put whatever he wants there. Yes, and that is how he's going to change him. Rewire him, quote unquote. And then just kill and then him, though? What's kill the point? Him. 
I don't know. I really want to know what happens. We only have um, four more parts left, and then we're all done, and then we get to watch the movie. I'm excited for the movie because I want to see, like, how they depict all these characters. When I watched the trailer to make sure that we could, like, even see watch it because after you asked that last week, I was like fuck I don't even know can we watch it like are we gonna have to rent it like how do we do this so I went online there's three different versions and so the one that I want to watch is the 80 the one that was made in 1984 or 5 and or 80s at some point it's on Tubi I believe and I watched Tubi yeah Tubi has all the weird movies dude right I've seen so many clips of people that like they watch Tubi and then they like I don't know, screen record or video record or something, like, clips, and they're, it'll be, like, a kid's gonna get hit by a car, and it, it, like, has, like, this weird part where you can see it's, like, a dummy, and you can see, like, the platform where the kid is, but it's not supposed to look that cheesy and cheap, but, like, it is, and then, I don't know, I can't even, like, describe it, yeah. (laughs) Well, Tubi is a free, like, platform. There are good movies on Tubi. I know there are some, like, blockbuster movies on Tubi, but, yeah, it's probably mostly, like, independent, like, small. Everything is, like, really bad. Yeah, so that's, I think it's on Tubi, and, or it's on Freebie, I don't know. It's on one of the free things. Tubi, oh my gosh, just, just go on, like, Instagram, no, go on TikTok, and just write hashtag Tubi comedy or something, and it's gonna have all these really, like, I don't even, you can't even say B movies. It's going to be like F movie or like, I don't even know. Z movie. Z movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just really bad. But I think they're probably like college, even college students probably do better than these people. It would be yeah. like if I tried to make a movie. It would be oh like Oh my that God, bad. that's so funny. So lower than independent movies. It would be very bad. Yeah. Okay, well, that's our <laughs> uh, book. And yeah, so. Stay tuned. We're almost to the end, and we'll see if Winston lives, dies, gets set free, or just... I mean, those are the only options. Live, death, or set free. Live forever in prison, die, or be set free. Yeah. I wonder if he'll ever see Julia again. Julia's dead. You think? I think. Dead, dead? Dead. I would imagine she already, like, confessed to everything, and there's no reason to keep her. Yeah. And they, they said that they never let people go. If her mind is clean or clear or whatever the word he used is, then yeah, she's dead. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. So. Okay, well, thank you for listening. And don't forget to... Share, like, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.